Hi, and welcome to 20-Minute Christian Counselor. My name is Rob Oram. I served as a pastor for almost 25 years, and now I have my own counseling practice. If you'd like to learn more about me, or schedule a counseling appointment, or book a speaking engagement, visit my website at roboram.com. That's R-O-B-B, two B's, O-R-A-M.com. In this podcast, I provide biblical counsel for the practical matters of life. So if you're facing some challenges right now, either personally or in a relationship, and you're looking for some helpful wisdom, keep listening for the next 20 minutes or so. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back. Today I want to talk about loneliness. And if you're struggling with feeling lonely right now, I just want to say my heart goes out to you. Loneliness has got to be one of the worst feelings we can experience. A funny little story to start off. When I was seven years old, my family moved from one town to another. This is back in Minnesota. And when we arrived in our new home, uh, the story goes, and it's true, uh, I, as a little seven-year-old boy, wrote a little sign, and I put it out in our front yard, and the sign read, Do you want to be my friend? That's so cute in one sense, but it also really shows the need we all have to be in relationships, the fear and the dread we all have of being alone. I came across a a great quote by Mother Teresa of Calcutta. You know, you think about all the things that she saw, the sickness and the suffering, just the horrific things that she experienced with people. And she, she said, quote, the most terrible poverty is loneliness and the feeling of being unloved. But the reality is, everybody, at one time or another, to one degree or another, feels lonely. Every one of us. And what's so weird is that we can be around a whole bunch of people, we can have lots of people in our lives, and yet still feel really alone. That's just bizarre. Now, I want to encourage you, just in case you're feeling like something's wrong with you because you're feeling lonely, there were some pretty significant people in the Bible who also felt lonely. I mean, David, King David is a classic example. Remember, he was referred to as a man after God's own heart. And yet, more than once, he felt lonely and abandoned by God. Listen to this. This is from Psalm 13 and verse 1. David writes, How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? And I don't have time to go into all the different people, but you could talk about Joseph and Moses, Elijah, maybe John the Baptist. But I like to always go right to Jesus 
when I'm talking about things. And the fact is, even Jesus felt lonely and abandoned on the cross. Matthew chapter 27 and 46 records Jesus cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I think at that moment in time, Jesus was feeling more lonely than any of us ever can and ever will. So, if you're feeling lonely, ironically, you're not alone. We all have felt or are feeling that way. But, but we weren't created to be alone. Way back in Genesis, at the beginning of creation, God said it wasn't good for us to be alone. So the question today is, what can I do to stop feeling so lonely? What can I do? So I want to give you some practical things to implement in your life. And the first thing has to come back to your personal relationship with God. I want to encourage you to allow your feelings of loneliness to turn you towards your heavenly father. And then I I always like to give my clients homework. So I'm going to give you as my listener some homework. You need to read Psalm 139. Psalm 139. I don't have time to read through the whole thing, so I'm just going to summarize four highlights from this psalm. Here they are. God knows you intimately. God knows you intimately. (laughs) Excuse me. God is with you constantly. He's with you. God created you intentionally. He created you as you are for who you are. And the last point is God guides you personally. These are four main points from Psalm 139. God knows you. God is with you. God created you and God guides you. Listen to what, again, what the psalmist wrote in Psalm 145 and verse 18. The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. If you're calling out to God and really seeking him, he is near to you. So no matter what your circumstances are, no matter how you're feeling, the truth is that God is with you and you are not alone. And you might be saying, yes, I know that theologically, Rob. I know that in my head, but my heart still hurts. I'm still struggling. So how do I deal with these intense feelings of loneliness? Well, let me give you some ideas, okay? You need to pray and ask God for help. You don't have to try to deal with this in your own strength and understanding and ability. If God is real, and we believe that he is, if he cares about you and we believe that he does, if he's involved and can do anything and we believe that he can, then it makes sense to ask him to help. And you can ask him to help you with your feelings of loneliness. David did, again, going back to the Psalm, Psalm 25 and verse 16. He wrote, Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. 
So he asked God. He had a conversation with God. He reached out to God in relationship and asked him to help him with this. So you need to ask God to help you cope with your lonely feelings. And and you might pray something like this. This is no magical prayer, but maybe in pouring out your heart before God, something like this comes out. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, I'm feeling so alone. I feel so discouraged and depressed, rejected. And I know what your word says, that you are always with me, but I'm still struggling with these feelings. Please help me. Please encourage me somehow. Please bring someone into my life to remind me I'm not alone. If there's something you want me to do, show me and I'll do it. If there are things in my life you don't want me to be doing, show me and I'll stop doing them. But please give me some kind of encouragement today. I'm coming to you and I'm asking for help. I'm putting my faith in you. I've prayed those kind of prayers before. That's just pouring out your heart before God. So I encourage you to do that and ask him to help you. So that's something specific to do. But oftentimes, rather than just sitting around doing nothing, God also wants us to step out in faith and do something, to take some action, okay? So just staying home and being depressed in your loneliness and talking to God is not enough. That's important to do, but he's going to ask you to step out and do something. And so the next thing you need to do is take the initiative to reach out to some people and to get involved with people. I've quoted Einstein before. It's the only thing I know that he ever said. He said his definition of insanity was doing the same thing, expecting different results. So if you want the circumstances of your life to change, you've got to do some different things. So let me ask you, who can you reach out to right now? Who can you call? With whom can you take the initiative to get together? For coffee, lunch or dinner? Maybe it's, maybe it's just a phone call. Who in your life can you start with? And I understand this can be really humbling or humiliating. I understand that. But you've got to ask God to help you push through your pride and do this. Let me share this with you. For a couple of years now, I've kind of adopted a saying. It's not my saying, but I've just kind of put it in my brain and I try to remember it. I try to remind myself of this regularly, especially when I'm feeling lonely. Here it is. I always tell myself, Rob, be the friend that you want to have. Be the friend that you want to have. In other words, I try to intentionally be a good friend to people, believing that that will encourage them to be a good friend to me. Because I'm not really good at friendships myself, to be honest with you. But I have found this to work, to be helpful. I try to be nice. I try to stay in communication with people. I try and do things for people. And by the grace of God, I have some 
some good friendships. But I was intentional about it. It didn't come naturally to me. So let me ask you, how can you begin to intentionally be the friend that you want? To be the friend that you need to have. Another thing I want to encourage you to do, and this is hard, you've got to persevere through rejection. And I know sometimes you can feel so rejected, so uncared for, but you've got to push through that. You can't give up. You can't stop trying. I know it hurts. And this is where, again, you need to ask God to help you. Lord, I just, I don't know if I can deal with another rejection or another letdown. Ask God to help you. Ask God to lead you to the right people. Maybe you're reaching out to some of the wrong people. Ask God to protect you from reaching out to the wrong people. Ask him to show you what to do. But you've got to be intentional and take the initiative. Be the friend that you want to have. There's one other aspect about this whole loneliness and relationship thing I need to bring up, okay? You need to be careful that you are not putting a relationship with other people before your relationship with God. In other words, you need to be careful you're not idolizing other people or your relationships with other people. It can be easy to do because people are here. They're tangible in this world. It can be easy to put our relationships with other people before our personal relationship with God. That's not healthy. That is not what God wants us to do. He wants to be number one in our lives. And the reason he wants that, one, he deserves it because he's God. But two, it's what's best for us. If we have a healthy relationship with God, we're going to be able to have healthier relationships with ourselves and with other people. He wants to be number one in our lives. So you've got to be careful that you're not elevating your relationships with other people before your relationship with God. How can you know if you're doing that? That's tricky. That's tricky. But let me just throw out a couple of self introspective questions for you to ask. Think about the expectations that you're having of other people or your relationships with them. Are you having realistic expectations about how much time you're expecting them to spend with you, their availability to you, how much attention and focus they're placing on you or on your relationship, the priority of your relationship with them versus other relationships in their lives. What kind of expectations are you having on other people? Maybe some of them are exaggerated or unrealistic. And that could be an example of you putting that relationship before your relationship with God and having over expectations of people can actually push people away. So that's something for you to examine and ask God to help you examine your own heart about. The other thing is, is your neediness, 
your desire for relationship or maybe for a specific relationship, is that causing you to compromise yourself, your values, your boundaries, your relationship with God in some way? In order to maintain or to have relationship, are you compromising yourself? Are you not doing things that you should be doing because of that relationship? Are you doing things you shouldn't be doing because of that relationship? If you are, that's evidence that you're putting that relationship before your relationship with God. That's not healthy. That's not good. One more question. Do you spend more time and energy and emotion thinking about and working on your relationships with other people, or maybe there's one specific person, more than your relationship with God? That's a red flag. So those are some things to really ask yourself, and I encourage you to ask God to help you in your self-examination. Because listen, Maybe God is allowing you to be lonely in this season of your life because he wants you to come back to him. He wants you to put your relationship with him back in its proper priority. He wants to reveal to you how you're putting other people or other relationships in your life before him. Maybe that's some of what's going on. So just talk to him about that. Ask Jesus to show you if you're doing this. And if you realize you are, don't trip out about it. Don't beat yourself up. Just confess it to him. Repent of it. In other words, desire to change. And remember, there's a promise that he will forgive you and he will cleanse you. So there's no room for condemnation. And then start to seek him first. Make your relationship with God through Jesus number one in your life. So I want to encourage you today. Don't deny your feelings of loneliness. Don't pretend you don't have them. Don't try to stuff them down or avoid them or repress them or escape them in some way. They're real. They're how you feel. But just because you have these feelings doesn't mean you have to let them define you or control your life. Instead, I want to encourage you to just bring those feelings to Jesus. And as I mentioned earlier, pour out your heart before him and ask him to help you. I want to uh, conclude today's episode with a quote from a lady named Elizabeth Elliot. Some of you may know her, some of you may not. So real briefly, Elizabeth Elliot and her husband Jim were missionaries in the 1950s down in Ecuador. And they went out to try to reach people who had never been reached with the gospel. Some dangerous tribes down there. And in the process of trying to share the gospel of Jesus with these folks, her husband Jim was killed. And she was left a widow with a young child. So you can imagine some of the levels of loneliness that she felt. The cool part about this story is that later on, Elizabeth Elliot actually returned to Ecuador to the very people who had killed her husband, Jim, 
to continue to share the gospel and make disciples of Jesus, and she actually lived with them and loved them. So it's an amazing story, only possible by God's grace. But she had a quote about loneliness that I want to share with you. Elizabeth wrote, Loneliness is a wilderness, but through receiving it as a gift, accepting it from the hand of God, and offering it back to him with thanksgiving, it may become a pathway to holiness, to glory, and to God himself. So take your loneliness and bring it to God and see what he might do through it. Thanks for listening today. If you found this to be helpful to you, I want to ask you to do three things that would really be helpful to me. First, click on the subscribe or follow button so you can find out right away when I publish new episodes. Second, take a moment and write a review. This will help other people find this podcast. And third, share this podcast on your social media so your friends can be helped as well. Finally, if you'd like to contact me to learn more about my counseling practice, uh, schedule an appointment, or arrange for me to come speak at an event, reach out to me at my website at roboram.com. That's R-O-B-B, two B's, O-R-A-M.com. Until next time, keep your eyes on Jesus.